Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Snap, the Saturday night adult party where we talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Bale, along with my co-host, Monica Jones. How are you, Monica? Hello. I'm hanging. <laughs> and we, <clears throat> excuse me, we are talking about pleasure today oh yes specifically the principles of pleasure the ultimate mm -hmm. but first let me remind everybody if you like what you're about to hear definitely like it and share it and subscribe to the youtube network whose blind life is it anyway and don't forget, you can follow us on our Facebook page where we also stream live and on Twitter at Blind Who's where we stream there as well. And if you can't catch us on live, you can always catch us on reruns on the podcast. Whose Blind Life Is It Anyway podcast and coming soon, the Saturday Night Adult Party contest. Podcast, not contest. <laughs> Yeah, contest is on the Meet Me show. Go check it out, guys. Uh, so, yeah, check it out. And if you want us to discuss anything or you want to be a part of Snap, send us an email, SaturdayNightAdultParty at gmail.com, and we will bring you on to discuss whatever you want to talk about, especially if you have a relationship question. It's a good thing to talk about. So we, I, I, I watched this new documentary that popped up on Netflix. It's currently, it's currently streaming on Netflix, and you can go check it out that way. It is described, and it's called The Principles of Pleasure. That thing was awesome, and it brought back a lot of memories too. Kind of deja, deja, deja vu. Deja vu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. All right. See, I, I was kind of hoping it would elicit that kind of uh, reaction from you. So, oh, you knew it would. Uh, I had a feeling. I had just an <laughs> itty bitty feeling. So, the principles of pleasure are thus: a lot of people think there's only one pleasure where you actually feel good. Except there are different kinds of pleasure. Mm -hmm. Very different kinds. Let me give you an example. There are toys that you can now buy that give you an e-stimulization. And let me explain that. It's a tiny little shock. Kind of like you'd get with static shock. If you're rubbing your feet on carpet or or something like that. My goodness. <laughs> no about touch, that toy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And 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 there are a few things you can by the way, we are sponsored by Eden Fantasies. So Go check Eden Fantasies, 5% five, 5 off any order. Use the code BLOOM5 and 20% off orders $100 or more. Use BLOOM20. Um, and now you can get uh, $87, $87 worth of free pro, um, extras on dollar, dollar, um, orders over $29. But you have to click the link in the description box. If you don't click the link, you can't take part in the uh, uh, in the uh, free giveaway. So remember, if you have $29 or more, hit that link in the description box and go, go get yourself some toys. Uh, we should also say that we are warning you Snap is a very explicit show. We talk plainly and openly about sex and sexuality and relationships, sexual positions, sexual toys, uh, 
sectional members. <clears throat> what the hell is sex anyway? <laughs> well, you know, it, it's that it's thing that keeps traveling time. away. Yeah, I know it keeps sneaking <laughs> off sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, viewer discretion, or rather, listener discretion, if you have no eyes, is greatly advised. Um. So if you find you're going to be easily shocked by what we say here, don't watch. Don't pull a Will Smith and, uh, oh, my God, I think that's going to be a thing. Pulling a Will Smith. Wow, I think I just coined a new phrase. Uh, don't pull a Will Smith and go smack me. Uh, that's what I was going to do. Just haul off and slap the shit out of shit me. Shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh, you uh -huh. know. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, except uh, that would you would have to hit my other face. <laughs> yeah. Spanking is always good sometimes. Yeah. So, guys, yeah. Take care. Uh, Fun. Yeah, take care you don't get offended. Well, and if you do get offended, get the fuck out. Because I honestly don't care. So, having said that, uh, as I said, we were talking about Eastim uh, toys. Now, yeah. these toys. I'm sorry. I was just wondering about that little shocking gadget you were talking about. Oh, there's um, a few. Yeah. Well, there's a few. There's an egg. Uh, there are some gloves that you can use for East emulation. Um, but what I was thinking was, uh -huh. you know how um, medications make it hard to have an orgasm. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder if those little shocking toys would be, um, would work well, you know, under that kind of situation. Well, yeah, if you have neuropathy or some sort of um light paralysis well i'm i'm thinking about you know uh, medicines that that work against you right well that's what i'm saying yeah oh. uh there are some medicines that give you diminished sensitivity um and if that happens you can use e-stims as a possible alternative um as i said they have e-stim gloves e-stim eggs uh e-stim dildos and vibrators um and like i said you touch them to your skin and it gives you a light shock Nothing that's going to electrocute you or anything like that. It's just a simple shock like uh, like touching a, do a doorknob after you've rubbed your feet on the carpet for a while. Um, and people actually enjoy that. They even have one for nipples and clits. And I have to say... It sounds tantalizing to try. Yeah, I'm just thinking the same thing. You should see the big old smile on my face. <laughs> it's the first time I've smiled all day. I can hear. I can hear. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. So, guys, that's definitely a pleasure you want to try or at the very least look into. See if you'll enjoy it. Um, just imagine your nipples being touched in this way or your tits or your pussy or your ass um, if you're not into that sort of thing you can try just touching it lightly on your skin the bottoms of your feet um, because that always feels cool uh, getting tickled by electricity wow uh of course, if you care about what your hair looks like, stay away from this. <laughs> because you'll look like Albert Einstein after playing with an e-stimulation uh, toy. So, 
Yeah, there's that. Of course, there's the other stuff, the more painful stuff. Now, I am not going to talk about the psychology of pain as pleasure. I am not going to talk about how dangerous it is. The fact is, some people enjoy the pain. They get into it. I yeah. had a friend who did. I mean, he was just—he was all about that stuff. I—I I have many friends who do. Um, in fact, I'm trying to get one to come on the show uh, if she ever stops being so busy. Um, but yeah, dominatrix services that offer you pain is a way to go. Spankings, um, tit smacking, um, oh God, what's the other one I was thinking about? Oh yeah, nipple clamps. Oh, I thought you had said that one. Sorry. Yeah, or, or alligator clamps you can put on your pussy lips. Uh, no, thank you. Hey, don't knock it, honey. (laughs) Some people like that sort of thing, you know. Uh, But that's what I'm saying. Well, have you got a pair with you? Well, to each his own, you know. You can't really argue about what people like because they like it. Everybody's different. Yes. For example, some people have experienced every kink out there and nothing turns them on anymore. So they try autoerotic asphyxiation. Sorry. Autoerotic asphyxiation. And for those who don't know, you have a partner who chokes you while or cuts off your air while he is fucking you. I read a book like that once. Yeah, that resulted in murder, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, uh, what What was that guy's name? Oh, I've read Sidney Sheldon. Was, oh, okay. Was yeah. it one of his books? I it was well, they're all books. over the place on here. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. but I'm just saying that's the one I, the first one I read like yeah. that. And if you want, I mean, Jesus, if you watch a season of Law and Order SVU, you'll find that everywhere. Um Autoerotic is a favorite form of murder and accident, I should say. So if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. Investigate how to do it. Gosh, I was going to let you put those alligator clamps on me here in a few minutes. and But then, I don't know, you might start choking me and all that kind of stuff. No, I wouldn't choke you, no. no. <laughs> I like to hear something from my women's mouth. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so again, here we are. And like I said, I do not, I do not rock recommend autoerotic asphyxi- asphyxiation <laughs> unless it is planned to the T. Oh, Make yeah. sure you have a safe word. Make sure that you use uh, things that will not um, leave a mark. Because if it's going to leave a mark, you can bet it's going to hurt. Yeah. Okay, that's a given. Um, and there, if you're going to do it alone... God don't make sure there's a safety catch on it because doing it alone is very dangerous because you could pass you could out hang yourself. Well, and you could hang yourself. Yes. You may pass out and f- completely forget to take the shit off or not taking it off at all. You know, you'll be unconscious. So how are you going to uh, remove it? The fact is, you want to be very careful. 
Now let's go the other way. Tickling. Now, you guys have heard of tickling, and some women or men may have the opinion that if they get tickled, it won't turn them on. But I want you to think about it this oh, way. Yeah, it will. Huh? Yeah. When you are turned on and horny, that tickling won't be funny. It'll be pleasurable. Yeah, sure will. And I promise that. If you are laughing while you're being tickled, you are not turned on. And that is a fact. So, tickling. Now, something that can be used as foreplay is a feather. Um, you can buy a feather at any sex shop. They cost maybe, I don't know, a buck or something like that. And you can run it all over a woman's body or a man's body. Believe me, the, the men will appreciate just as much as the women. So, yeah, use it on a man's body all over. I mean, rub it all over, all over the ball sack. I, up did, and down. That with, and, I did that with my first husband, and he told me I felt like a bunch of flies on him. Well, that's because he's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, you, you, the experiences you've had have not been favorable, I don't think. <laughs> So having said that, as I said, if the subject of your tickling is laughing, they are not turned no, on enough. Sure aren't. Yeah. Make sure that they stop laughing before you start doing any of that. Or make sure they're fully turned on, rather. Uh, because once they get turned on, tickling won't matter. It'll just turn them on even more. And if you tie the person up and tickle them until they say stop and then tickle them some more. Hi, guys. Yeah. That's going to drive them crazy. Believe me, if you've ever tickled a man who is tied up with his dick just sitting there up in the air, that dick will get rock harder. Not rock hard, rock harder <laughs> than it already is. Gosh, it might break. <laughs> no, it won't. No, nope, baby, there's there's I quite know. a bit of elasticity to that motherfucker. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. So, yeah, if you can, get them fully turned on. And if you're into that, tie them up. Believe me, every man will appreciate being tied up and taken advantage of. Trust me on that. Whoa. If they don't appreciate that, they've got power issues. In which yeah. case, they'll want to tie you up. And this but... is this is proven fact, guys. I've looked into it. But guys and gals... You have to watch the kind of man or woman you're dealing with because you got some that just want to control the situation. Yeah. And they don't care really whether you're getting anything out of it or not. Yeah. Just... And, and we are not talking about domestic violence at this point because it's going to turn everybody off. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I mean, just... But make sure you trust the person you're doing this with. 
make sure you know the person, make sure you have a safe word. A safe word is very important. Don't make it something that you guys normally say to each other. Make it something outlandish like uh, bubblegum syrup. <laughs> okay. Do not say God as your safe word because no. you may be stopping more than you think. <laughs> Just saying, you know. Yeah. But you guys get the idea. Um, how many people say, oh, God, when they're having sex? Yeah. And that gets their partner wound up even more. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. As opposed to, yeah, exactly. But, you know, there are different forms of pleasure that you can enjoy tickling is but one of them e-stim is just one of them and pain is just one of them but there are different things that turn people on for example some people get turned on when you play with their hair not that hair the one on the head the top head <laughs> Yes, the top head we're talking about. Some people get turned on by playing with, by having their head played with. Uh, some people get turned on by toe sucking, sucking someone's toes. Oh, getting I love sucked. to turn a man on that way. <laughs> yeah. Some people get turned on by sucking toes. Some people get turned on by getting their toes sucked. Now, there are some spots that you can tongue that are going to drive your partner wild. And I will dem and I will illustrate verbally what those uh, what some of those parts are. First and foremost, up at the top, next to your, just in the hollow point behind your ear, or behind your partner's ear, rather, I should be saying that, and kissing straight down the neck. Yeah. That is very sensitive. That is an erogenous zone. Another erogenous zone are the insides of the elbows and the insides of the knees. Tonguing those areas will get someone started. And Think of it as dry, turning on an engine. In this case, it's a sexual engine. Also, between your thighs is... I'm getting awesome. to that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I have to get to something. Well, no, of course you do. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, when you are sucking or licking on a woman's tits, kiss on the sides and bottoms because those are the most sensitive parts. Yes, the nipples are sensitive but not half as sensitive as the sides and the bottoms of the tits. So if you can get underneath the bottoms, do it. That is a major erogenous zone. Another erogenous zone is straight down the middle of the stomach to the oh, belly yes. button. I was going to say that, but I figured you'd stop me again. No, I won't stop you. Stop. <laughs> so, you <just> stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, yeah, the belly button is definitely an erogenous zone, especially if you start tonguing it. Uh, going I down. I don't and, have one anymore. <laughs> yeah, some people don't because they've had some surgeries. Yeah. But for those that do... Yeah, you can tongue it. 
you can swirl it just like you would do with a pussy hole. Additionally, if you move down from the belly button, straight down to where the legs meet the torso in the bend of the thigh. Oh, yeah. Kiss and lick around there. That will drive that will drive your partner crazy. Reason being is that you are delaying their pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> stringing it out. Drawing That's it right. on out. Not there. just string well, not just stringing it out. Well, I- it's a temptation that's wrong, thing. That's the wrong word. I meant, you know, kind of making it last. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but essentially, you are giving them all kinds of other pleasure, but the main pleasure that they're wanting. One of the best ways to make a woman come is to not give them pleasure when they're begging for it. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah. No matter how much they beg, no matter how much they beg, they will always want more. So delaying it as long as you can is amazingly wonderful. For them, they may not think so at the time, <laughs> but trust me, they'll love it by the oh, end of the day. They all. will, yeah, they oh, will. Yeah. I mean, they will come so fast, it's unbelievable. Girls, let me tell you, yeah, yeah. So, um, something else that I want to suggest, and this, this will heavily depend on how grossed out you are by your partner. Um, in fact, if you're grossed out, you may not want to do this, but tonguing an asshole can be very enticing. However, I do recommend the asshole lick being the final lick. Because of contamination. You don't want to bring what's in the asshole up to the pussy. So if you're going to eat a woman out or a man, eat them out first and then move to the asshole. And again, that has to do with contamination. Unfortunately, as resilient as pussies are, the slightest thing will fuck up their equilibrium. And once you screw up that pH balance, Mm -hmm. you're looking at yeast infections, you're looking at UTIs, you are looking at a whole bunch of shit. I have had enough of that. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I know. Believe me. I've had plenty of those myself. So, yeah, guys... Keep your mouth away from the ass if you're going to be eating pussy or sucking cock. Because you don't need that shit. That's the gift that that keeps on giving. Trust me on that one. And if you're going to kiss somebody on the lips, uh, wash your mouth after you've done the asshole <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah okay yeah okay if, if your wife's not if your uh partner's not into it definitely wash your mouth after an ass tonguing um however like i said you may find that your partner's into it and if yeah. they're not they will be into it soon once you get in there uh it all depends 
But again, it's you have to be careful. You know, giving pleasure has its responsibilities as well. And some of those responsibilities include staying clean, staying responsible, and not touching where you shouldn't be touching. And if she says no at any time, unless you're doing S&M and bondage, you should listen to that. Never abuse your partner. Never. There's nothing less pleasurable than an overbearing partner. Tell me about it. So, Monica, why don't you say something insightful while I check for comments? All right. I'll try. <laughs> um, you know, I was listening to that same um, um, documentary that he was listening to and got me thinking about how we women are raised. Um, now, my mother was was very good. She 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 didn't feed me all of this stork stuff you know you came from a stork or we found you out in the field under a cabbage head or something you know uh, she might talk like that if she was playing but she didn't she started educating me about um sex and conception and all that stuff at an early age but she never ever talked to me about pleasure and, yeah. and that's one thing that on that on that uh, video they were talking about was that um, you know we we get educated but we don't get anything pleasure we don't get any education on pleasure it's just all the scientific practical you know stuff. Which is not pleasurable at all. Well, at all, yeah. Just, yeah. You know, I was with uh, one of my my second husband. Y'all just love to hear about my husbands, don't you? One night we were making love, and I was going to show him what I would like for him to do, and. As I proceeded to do that, he says, stop it. Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. You, yeah, you, you talk much. about it. You talk about a turn off. Yeah. Because I, and I said to him, hey, I know what I'm doing too. <laughs> and I got up. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing how, how emasculated men feel when women take the reins. It's unbelievable. Well, see, I don't mind when my partner shows me what he wants done. No, no, because... I, I, I'm not talking about uh, feedback. That's different. Mm -hmm. What I'm talking about are partners who do specifically what you just said tell you i know what i'm doing that sort of thing yeah because in the end they don't know what they're doing mm -hmm. until they ask you what you what you enjoy communication is key in any relationship i mean i will not have sex with a woman unless i've talked to her extensively In fact, most of my women I've done with, I've talked to extensively about shit like that. Yeah, you got a whole harem, don't you? <laughs> oh, huge. Huge harem, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, definitely communicate. And don't think that your partner's being pushy or, or, mm -hmm. or uh, forceful in any way. 
She's just trying to get to get you to do what she enjoys or he enjoys. Um, you can accommodate, which will turn them on even more. Or you can decline if you think what you're going to do is going to feel better. That is probably not the case because 90% of the time you your interactions will not feel better than what they're asking for. And if you want to know what you enjoy, masturbate. Masturbate yourself and try different things and see what you enjoy you will find that you will come in a matter of five to ten minutes actually not even some men come in actually in two minutes I mean, I got so good at it, I was able to make myself come in a matter of a minute and a half. But then, at that point, I was a virgin, and I could only imagine uh, having sex with a girl at that point. You mean you're not now? What? Honey, I was young. (laughs) I was young, still in my swaddling diapers, you know. But... uh, Oh, and believe me, don't get grossed out by an uncircumcised dick. Oh, they are wonderful. (laughs) Because an uncircumcised dick is much more sensitive than a circumcised one. Oh, tell me about it. Okay. (laughs) Because that head's been covered up and protected by the foreskin. And trust me. It's been protecting it well. Um, But you can get under their skin. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. You can get under the foreskin. In fact, I had a girlfriend at one time that used to do that. Put her tongue between my head and the foreskin. And swirl it around. Oh, that is so awesomely fun. Oh, yeah. Because a guy will go nuts. Yes. Yes, they will. Yes. Have all your men been circumcised? Um, some have and some haven't. Some have and some haven't? Yeah. Okay. Were there any you enjoyed better? Personally, I like the ones that hadn't. Because I find that, and I found this out from Mama when I was 15. <laughs> and okay. she, she, we were in the car, uh-huh. we were going somewhere, and she had, had just enough to drink to make her, you know, just talk. And not care what she was talking about. Uh-huh. And and I was 15 and she's telling me about somehow we got to talking about making love. And she said, oh, and it feels so good when they get in there and, and they hadn't been circumcised. She says that skin goes back and forth <laughs> and it just drives you wild. <laughs> and mm-hmm. at that age, I was kind of blushing about it. But then when when I grew up and started having relationships, I found she knew what she's talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. most women do, especially when they're of age. <laughs> and you were 15 at the time? Yeah. Huh. She was on a roll. She was just, you know, it's, it's a funny thing to me. She started talking to me about sex when I was seven. But oh, I can remember when I was 13, 
I asked her about douching and what that was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she really should have taken time to answer me. Um, because I could have gotten infections. I could have gotten, you know, if by getting the wrong thing or mm -hmm. taking a douche after somebody else had taken one because you don't know what they got. Right. And, but she lit into me. No, ma'am, I don't think you're old enough to know about douching. And oh. I think the reason that she did that you know, because I'm and I'm sitting there thinking, well, gosh, you've told me everything else. Why wouldn't you tell me about this? And. But. I think what it was that most of the time when she douched, it was right after sex. Oh, or the next morning after sex or something, you know, mm -hmm. and um, so I think it Betcha made her use think, that as birth control. <laughs> Uh, no, because by that time she didn't have any, she, she was cut, tied and burned. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Um, but you know, she, uh, uh, you know, but I was just, I was stunned, but I think what she was afraid of was that I was going to have, I was going to start going out and having sex at 13 mm -hmm. and she didn't want me to know about it. But at that time it just floored me. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, it was awful when I tried to talk to my daughter about sex. <laughs> uh, honestly, she didn't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, I had no issues talking about sex with her. Well, daughters kind of find it hard to talk to their daddies about sex. Well, no, and mom was there too. Oh. No, I wouldn't do oh. that by myself. Well, you could. I mean, it wouldn't be wrong. No, but at the same time, I knew she wouldn't be comfortable just talking to me about it. Yeah. So mom was there. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, we offered to get her a sex toy and 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 everything. You know, no. we'd ha we offered to help her get one and if she wanted one. Because honestly, I'd rather fuck a sex toy than a guy. Yeah. Uh, but she didn't want such a thing. I'm wondering if her friends bought her a sex toy, but hey, I'm you know I don't even want to think about that. So, talk to your kids about sex. I'll buy her one for her birthday. It's coming you will? up. Yeah. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Before your own, come on, honey. <laughs> Honestly, get your priorities straight. <laughs> so well, um, I don't have a daughter to buy for, so you know. Yeah, well, what about I, the the one for you? <laughs> I might as well spoil yours. Well, yeah, well, I got true. to get mine. Yeah, get yours first, and then you can talk about the one for my daughter. <laughs> She's next month her birthday. <laughs> I know. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, masturbate. Definitely masturbate because that is going to give you a sense of what you enjoy. And you should at least know what you enjoy if you're going to have sex with someone else. If only because it'll let you give them more pleasure and give yourself more pleasure when they touch you and do things to you that you may A, feel uncomfortable with and B, enjoy. I have a friend and I love her dearly but she thinks anything like sex toys or um, or masturbation, or she thinks that's just that's wrong. That's just off the wall. And she said if she couldn't be if she couldn't have a man to satisfy her, she wasn't going for none of that other stuff. <laughs> I told her, I said, "Girl, you don't know what you're missing." Yeah, I mean that's that's it is not bad to masturbate. <laughs> 
No. And I can't, I cannot stress that enough. It's normal. You did it when you were a baby. You probably did it when you were a toddler. And I guarantee you did it when you hit your teens. I can remember doing it when I was three or so, but I, of course, I didn't know that's what I was doing. Yeah. But I liked to, but I would play with it because I was fascinated with it. Mm -hmm. Not because I really got any pleasure from it. Because was, it made you feel good. Yeah. It, it was just, you know, yeah. slight. And, uh, and I was fascinated by it because one thing that fascinated me was that it was something that I wasn't supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Get your get your hands out of your panties, you know. Yeah, yeah. And so then, when I was like about twelve or thirteen, I started feeling all these feelings down there, mm -hmm. and so then I started playing with it. Then. Mm -hmm. And did you use something did. to go up there, or just your fingers? Mm -hmm. My fingers. Sometimes I would put different things up there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I had a sexual experience when I was three back in pre-K. Um, and we don't talk about it much because to this day, I don't know if it was a boy or a girl that I had the sexual experience with. Um. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Pat from Saturday Night Live. She, he or she was, well, we're not sure what she was. <laughs> it was a trans, we're not sure. I mean, to this day, that was the issue. We didn't know if, it, if her name was Pat as in Patrick or Pat as in Patricia. You couldn't and see her? I mean, you couldn't... No. 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 This And this was back when I could see, yeah. It was a woman okay. who was dressed in a fat suit. Oh. That had boobies and short hair and glasses... And you could never find out if it was a boy or a girl. Well, if she he sounds was like she had my body. Well, yeah, okay, but you have huge tits, honey. Yeah, well, I thought you said in this suit she had huge ones. No, no, she, she had flabby tits. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, so that's why you couldn't tell if it was a woman, not by the tits alone, because... She was fat. <laughs> but um, anyway, in my case, it was just a kid, a three-year-old kid. And I did not, I was three years old and I didn't know what to look for at the time. And I didn't know to look down there. Because at that age, I never even thought about sex. Well, no. in, f in fact, it was this person who got me to do these things. And I just went along because, hey, I'm a three-year-old kid. Well, sure. And she's my friend, and we had lots of fun. And we were lying in bed together at nap time. And the teachers didn't say nothing. In fact, they encouraged us to lie there. <laughs> and you started filling her up. and <laughs> No, she started filling me up and taking my dick and putting it in her ass. Oh, my. Yes. Yes. And, they and there you have it. That's why I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl, because I went in from behind. If I'd gone in from the front, it would have been a whole other story. <laughs> but as it is, I, I, she wanted me to go in from behind. 
And I never actually went in there. She just let my dick sit between her cheeks. And I am choosing to refer to her as a her because that's what keeps me sane. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I've had plenty of homosexual experiences. It did nothing for me. But at the age of three, I'd like to think that it was a woman or girl that was intimate with me. Uh, You know, at the very least, in my older days when I was doing homosexual stuff, I was well aware of what I uh, and well aware of what I was doing. And I had a choice. Only time I did homosexual stuff was when I was drunk. (laughs) Okay, I didn't have to get drunk. I actually had had the wherewithal to know that if I'm going to try homosexuality, I'm going to try it sober so I can know if I'm into it or not. Well, I see. I wasn't. I, that wasn't exactly my goal. Well, no, I know. Just, I know. And most people do that that way, too. Um, she and I were just drinking and. I got a little bit too much, and then she suggested going to bed. Yeah, come on. (laughs) And but when I did, it just didn't. I kind of like like you are. I I don't. I'm not into same sex. I can love them to death, but I Mm -hmm. you know I just I want me a man. Yeah. Now this is something that hasn't been proven but I hear that same sex relationships are more pleasurable than heterosexual relationships and I mean in bed mostly because men know what they like And women know what they like. In fact, one of the big premises on Orange is the New Black is that the women there know what you, uh, what another woman likes. Mm -hmm. And they would be all happy about getting oral and, you know, they'd get a, a muff dive and they were screaming at the top of their lungs. Having said that, I don't know. I really can't say. Um, I mean, I happen to know what my partner enjoyed. And yes, he did enjoy it fully. um, Because I know what feels good on me. And I have to ask, Monica, what was done with you um we kissed and she she made me come with my clit I mean she fingered me she fingered you yeah okay well that's interesting it's (laughs) and you enjoyed it right you came uh, yeah, I did. Okay. But, you know, then later... But that I... does not... Listen, that does not mean you enjoyed it. Just because you had an orgasm does not mean you enjoyed it. Well, that's right, and I told It just her, means your body is normal. I After some of the drink wore off, you know, I told her, I said, hey, you know, I'm not really into this, so... Did you reciprocate? If I said, if you are, that's great. But I'm just not into it. Um, I tried a little bit, but it just, it just wasn't there for me. Oh, my God. You left her hanging? No, I mean, I, I wouldn't do that. But, you know, I, I mean, I was, as I said, I was drunk. I was pretty well on my way. And. Doesn't matter. You still left her hanging. I know. I'm very disappointed, Monica. I don't. 
you know, I, I, I know that she enjoyed it and she did some moaning and groaning. And so I didn't leave her hanging. I just. Yeah, you did. Well, she, she did not. If you came and she didn't, you she left was, her hanging. She was satisfied. I've never left a partner hanging. Well, apparently that, you did. <laughs> you just admitted you did. You tried a little bit. But you just weren't there. Yeah. Those were the words all you right, used. All right. And I'm very disappointed. Don't ever do that. Victor, I was very young. No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else. <laughs> Don't ever leave your partner hanging. I wouldn't do it now. And I haven't done it since. And I didn't do it before. Yeah. Well, don't leave your partner hanging like that. That's just cruel. If you're yeah. going to leave your partner hanging, have the decency to decline their affections. I agree. Because they're going to expect something from you. And then at the end of it all, if you don't reciprocate, they're going to think you just used them for sex. When that may be the total opposite of what why you were there. So just keep that in mind. A good relationship is reciprocal on both ends. Um, and you have to realize what you're doing is going to come back to haunt you. Karma's yeah. a bitch. <laughs> so. Now, I've been with someone bisexual before. Have you? That was kind of fun, but and I wasn't drunk. I'd been drinking a little bit, but. Was it a she or a he? He was a he. Okay. And I had a ball with him. But he had sex with you. Mm-hmm. He didn't have sex with a man at that point. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did what? He was a man. I had sex with him. <laughs> right, but the man did not have sex with another man. In other words, it wasn't a threesome. Oh, no, no. No, so it doesn't really matter that he was homosexual. I was just telling, I was just putting it out there. Uh-huh. Experience. Oh, I mean, not. Oh, okay. Everything in my arsenal. Right. You'll never be bored as long as I'm on this show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. Oh, there it is, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, thank you for joining us on this week's Snap, the Saturday Night Adult Party. We will return next week with all new talk about sex, sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. Remember, if you have something you want to comment on or talk to us about, send us an email whose blind life is it anyway, or tweet us at blind whose, or you can message us on our Facebook page. Uh, there is message capability uh, as well. There is a WhatsApp button there. So you, it'll reach my WhatsApp number. So, um, if you have to get in touch with us, please do. Even if you want to say our show is boring or stupid or dumb <laughs> or idiotic. We won't hold it against you. Well, we probably will, but we'll make sure you enjoy when we do. Yeah, buddy. Mm -hmm. and, and, and stay tuned for arts tomorrow because. Yeah, that's I'm right. Um, we're doing shows that have crime 
in the title, the word crime in the title. Well, there you go. There you go. Just remember that. I had to plug me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I'm happy you did. I'm happy you did. And on Monday, I'm going to be interviewing Doris Beck. Wonderful little lady. I really wish I could meet her because she's absolutely amazing. We had a great time by the end of the whole thing. I mean, by the end of the whole thing, I just wanted to lock her up in my closet and, and protect the shit out of her. Um, yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> no, no, really. She was so tiny and, and, and oh, God. I You know, it's the cutest thing. So, guys, tune in on Monday for Meet Me, and you'll be able to meet Doris Speck. I've heard that name somewhere. Well, she's on Twitter, and she's on my Facebook. She is a friend. I first met her on Twitter, actually. So, she has aspirations to be a DJ. That's cool. Yeah, I think so. Especially how blind people have great hearing. Well, some people do. Some blind people don't. Like me. And Monica here. But. Except when uh, I'm on this show, then I can hear really well. <laughs> yeah, oh God. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, guys, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bon voyage.